Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit language. You have been forewarned. Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is a Pitch a Sequel edition. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, Pitchmaster himself, where will he put his number that's now a letter, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. What do you got for him, Tom? I'll stay here. Nothing spoils a party like a drunk in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> the wit and wisdom of 1981 oh boy coming at you heavy and hard yeah i i i, I feel in all the gushing we've done mm-hmm. over the uh the previous weeks we, we do have to remember that these movies have serious representational problems that absolutely should not be the reason we dismiss them nor should it be glossed over right I mean, in the last episode, I think that's the one and only movie that gave some more legitimate thought to representation in terms of at least gender. Well, that's the other reason why uh, that movie should be higher in my rankings. (laughs) It's also a guilt-free watch. Yeah, you really fucked it up, didn't you? (laughs) That's not guaranteed in 1986, by any means. Absolutely. All right. What do you do when you pitch a sequel to the Friday the 13th series, especially when you're tackling just the first half? Well, what you don't do is uh, pitch a crossover with Carrie, which is what the next film's going to be. <laughs> you're I'm right. Pretty sure neither, I'm pretty sure even if we didn't know that's what the next movie was going to be, neither of us are going to do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> but we'll get there in a year <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's loot it, you know this this uh segment come episode has uh has always been somewhat frivolous but this really <laughs> takes the cake <laughs> because we're slap bang in the middle of a series which needs no help. Right. Uh, continuing on for another, well, five movies, six if you include the, the reboot. Right. Which, as I remember it, is the first four movies. Rolled together. into one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but there really seemed like only one way to go with this. Would oh. you agree? Uh, actually, I came up with two. <laughs> then your answer to that would be so no. So my answer's no. Uh... <laughs> but well, that, but I just, I think I, something... I I can't even yeah. remember my second idea right now. I'm hoping mm. it comes back to me for next year because I remember thinking I <laughs> really liked that That's idea. True. Yeah, so... you've got a whole year to. Try, and, try and dig it out of my yeah. frail. Not before you try and figure memory. out what it was you saw in the credits of I'm never Attack gonna, of the Clones. Never gonna so remember. So interesting. 
that you decided to interrupt in the middle of an episode to tell us how excited you were about saying I watched, it, and then never followed up. Watch those credits three times. My favorite part is at the end of some episode, you said, don't you have something like really you know, memorable to say about credits? Yeah. And I just said, no, I don't think so. No. Oh, yeah, no, I know. And, and I knew you I knew you did. I was, I was being generous by asking it as a question. <laughs> no, you I thought you were like generous you... by dropping it right after that. You said you didn't say anything like, no, you absolutely told me you had <laughs> something you were very excited to tell oh, me about. At that point, I knew it was a lost cause. I mean, trying to dredge up a memory like that is, you know, needles in a haystack. That's good. Well, uh, I think the first thing I want to do, I might be, uh, this might be a surprise for you that should not be a surprise. Great. I hate surprises. Go ahead. We talked about this, uh, I think, when we first started recording the series, a new segment. Yes. And uh, we're calling it uh, Ranking the Posters. Right. What do you say to that, sir? I say, (laughs) where can I find the posters at very short notice? Uh, Just put in Friday the 13th, and I'm sure Google will say Friday the 13th series. Okay. And then uh, take a look at all the fucking posters. This helps, because this is is how the the listener can find it. Yeah, true. Friday the 13th series release posters? Is that what we're doing? No. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I think... And I'm, I'm fairly familiar with these from your Photoshop images and also uh, when... After we uh, bought two separate Blu-ray DVD box sets and then they appeared on, um, on Max. Right. The very next day. Uh, so we're going... We want to go... Start up part two. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I guess we shouldn't include the original, right? No, no, because we're going to talk I mean, about that's, that on Patreon. That's not it, us. Because it has a reboot. Yeah. Um, so. The 13th, part two. Two through six. Series posters. Well, how do you want to do this? Now, I'm only seeing one that. Uh, where there might be the one we're seeing right now might not have been the original for number six, actually. No, sorry. Okay. For five, a new beginning. I've got two different posters for five. One just has letter, just uh, not letter. Well, word, <laughs> it just has a phrase. So I see one. Well, that's I'm the a... one who doesn't know the difference between letters and numbers. <laughs> if Jason still haunts you, you're not alone. And then I, I got them. All... Yeah, I got them all here in one image. Believe it or not. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. But okay, I don't so remember if that's the original poster or not. The one more in my memory is the one we did. That's the one I actually remember. Okay. The hockey mask one. Sure. So let's go with that one. Now, do you want to go, uh, should we go, we usually don't do this for other things we rank, but should we go from worst to best? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Also, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to look at these and not see your face. On them. <laughs> that's the other, 
that's the other surprise here is how challenging it is to just look at the real poster of a movie without imagining your head digitally inserted into it. That's what I like to hear. I'm making a difference. So worst. I've got my worst. Okay. G- give me a worst. It offends me on a specific level. Okay. I'm going five. Five is the worst poster. It's such the wrong mask. But isn't that isn't isn't that the point? I mean, I don't want to split airs, but isn't that the, <laughs> so, the entire point of them? Isn't that you're not you you're off? not wrong about that? But however, it's the wrong. Wasn't that a clue? It's the wrong I mask. Like it's the wrong mask, and it's not the mask they use in the movie. <laughs> Honestly, it looks like I'm looking at it now. It looks like uh, what was the name of the robot in Rocky Four? Seiko. Seiko. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't look even look. Uh, if you if I didn't know it was a Friday the Thirteenth movie, I wouldn't even know that was a hockey hockey mask. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why it's so bad. It looks so like bad. something you put you put dishwashing. Liquid, but it doesn't put, look uh, like Seiko. La- laundry liquid in. No, no, it's clearly the worst. You're right, although. In a way, it's the best representation of the movie. Yes, <laughs> because it, it 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 like the usual suspects poster. It tips you off as to the the uh, the final twist in the tale. Yeah, I would say. And then um, my next two are pretty close. Okay, what's your next worst? You know, I'm not a massive fan of. For all its for for, uh, I'm not a big massive fan of Jace, the Jason Lives one. Yeah. So is that one of your two? That's one of my two. It's uh, it's more thrown together than the movie is. It gets the point across. I agree. But it looks kind of Halloween store. It does, than... but it does have some atmosphere too. Which I'll give it a little credit for. Oh, too much. Too much atmosphere. <laughs> you can tell I'm clutching a straw. You could like, not oh, resist. We've got, a, we've got a new segment. I have no idea what to say. Let's just throw out a few old classics <laughs> to get me through. So I'm between that one and part two. Oh, I hard disagree on part two. I'm just saying of my next two. I'm not saying I don't like that poster. Oh wow! Okay, I there's something that might even be my the, my top. No, you're doing it wrong. Why? Because <laughs> there's only one right answer for the top. But the 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 what about the words? It's just the words, the title, and I suspect that's because they didn't know <laughs> what was going to be in the movie, so they just. <laughs> Have I got the right one? The one I've got is just Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. That's it. Oh no, mine has. Are you looking at a different one. Mine has the silhouette of a man with carrying a hatchet. Okay, we're not doing well so far on this new no, bit. This is... It's not good. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost as if we should have figured it out beforehand. But <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Two poster. Just put in Friday the Thirteenth series. I did, and it's giving me lots of incorrect posters. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still essentially the same, except it's a person. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I like that one. I like it too, but... It, 
It's definitely not. Um, it's not at my top. So I'm going to go Friday. Next worst for me is Friday the 13th Part 6. And I'm following that with Friday the 13th Part 2. Okay. How many more have we got? So what's three? <laughs> Let me see. There's five fucking movies. <laughs> I know. I get it. Oh, three is the, the one I can't unsee your head on. The shower curtain. The, the shower with curtain. With the knife. I don't know if I like that too much. Oh, I like that one. You do? Yeah. I think that's going to be my next. I like that one more uh, than two. That's my next choice. Because it's invoking the idea of 3D. Yeah, because, yeah, I know. I definitely, definitely that one. It's not invoking the idea of 3D. <laughs> it is. Honestly, when, when I saw your Photoshop <laughs> version of it, I thought that was just you in the shower. <laughs> posing <laughs> and that says tells me everything about that post no that tells because that's that, obviously what they did that, in order to create it that tells me you're at the beginning stages of alzheimer's you're crazy it's an entirely separate conversation <laughs> uh but that yeah that's definitely going to be the next one on my list the next one up because i know what my top two are Wait, so you're going five is the worst, followed by yeah. six. six, then three, then three, then two. Or Well, I haven't disclosed You haven't that disclosed yet. that? So, okay, I see. So three is keep, next. I'm keeping some of that suspense. You are five, six, three currently. I what am you? five, six, two. Okay. Five, six, two. So your top two, three and four, and mine are two and four. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to declare first, since this was your idea? Part three is next. At the okay. number two spot. Well, let me tell you. This might surprise you, given the conversation we've just had. <laughs> number four is my top spot as well. Okay, good. I think you're right. That you can't. You can't beat the. It's so the, good. Uh, the hockey, the hockey mask with the knife through the eye, right? I mean, yeah. With the in the pool of blood. And yeah, you're right. That is that is a that is a big gap in terms of representing a hockey mask in a poster. Right. Yes. The gap between. I, mean, I don't think they had. They didn't have clip art in 1985, yeah. but the other one kind of looks like clip art. Totally. The this. gap between. And they're just. The movies themselves are a year apart. So the gap between four and five is a, a huge gulf. It really is, yeah. It's like the difference between a poster that has had thought put into it and whatever the opposite of that is. Because that's the right mask, by the way. Even take a look at six. I I'm not I'm not as much of a you know um, mask separatist as you are, <laughs> but hey, that, that's pretty good. That, mask separatist. Yeah, I got it. The, but, <laughs> the mask on six is too round. I was just I was just patting I was just patting myself on the back for that unintended pun. <laughs> uh, you know I'll accept a mask that doesn't look like that, but ask me which. <laughs> Ask me which mask is better, I'll say that one. All right, then. 
But the other one doesn't even look like... Honestly, I wouldn't know it was a hockey mask. Exactly. It had the words Friday the 13th or National Hockey League (laughs) emblazoned on it. All right. What a disastrous first turn. Maybe it'll get better. Well, you know, everything's got to have a pilot. I, I, you know what? I think I won't say on the podcast, but I think I think I know a way that we can make this better. Okay. And at the at, on our next episode, I'll tell you if you're right. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> leaving you a trail of breadcrumbs. Yeah dangling a carrot in front of you all right anything left for you before we pitch <laughs> anything left i mean any we to, any left we have to wrap we don't have to wrap up that segment in addition to everything <laughs> no else. no no i don't even mean about that segment i just mean anything left for you in the series anything else you want to say before you we move on well you know i i we're we're still still in a situation where at least or at least I am where I'm reappraising which three movies should be the top of my list. Right. So I think that says it all about about my overall thoughts about this series mm-hmm. um, so far. All right, and it's going to be in. You know, I'm looking forward. Looking, not looking forward. I'm looking ahead to next year. Yeah, and it's got that same level of trepidation i had when we were right in the middle of the halloween yeah. <laughs> series while you sort of you feel like there's a few bright spots but you also feel like they're few and far between yeah way the, fewer and far further you know between what I, you know than, what I mean? than this front half yeah. um and i'm just and and like that series they're very different series but they do have some similarities and i think as they go on that that they conform to the rule of franchises a little more mm. um in similar ways so i think it's going to be really it's going to be really interesting because i think in the back of my mind without having rewatched the second half of this series i feel like i have a lot more affection for some of those movies than most people have and i wonder how much that's going to carry me through or if it's still true or if it's still true, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, looking back at you know H two O and Resurrection, and you know, I, I there, there was still a level of enjoyment. Yeah, Resurrection was a big surprise for me last yeah. when we and tackled that. I, I have that, a feeling so. that at, at least one of at least one or maybe even two of the movies that are coming up uh, might provide the same kind of surprise in terms of how much how enjoyable it is, if not particularly good. Well, look forward to that one, everyone. Just a short eleven months away. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, and then we're on, then we're on to nightmare. You know, and then we're we're gonna cover the, the big, big three. three. Will have been tackled. Absolutely. Do you have anything to say about the series? No, I think um, at this point we've said it all throughout the episodes. I am. I was so pleasantly surprised. By the front half of this series. Yeah. It's the one to beat. <laughs> yes. I don't know that the well, second I... half is going to beat the first half. I might I might declare no. that now, but... 
well, it's not. Uh, let's face it. Yeah. I mean, this is an unu- this is an unusual situation even for us, and we're generous towards sequels. Mm-hmm. But to say the least. To, to say the least. But we, this is it's, this... we dedicated this this whole podcast to them. Right. This is an unusual clump of quality. Yeah. And I just think it, I I do think it's kind of remarkable for three of these movies, the level of quality you're getting considering how shitty the movies are supposed to be. Absolutely. And, you know, I will, in a few years, we'll have the conversation about, you know, which is the better overall series, but, um, it's certainly, they're certainly not far behind Halloween in my mind at this point. No. If you compare them side by side to the sixth movie, mm-hmm. it's extremely competitive. Totally. And I don't know. Did, did I don't know if I knew that until we started covering them in this kind of. Yeah, I definitely didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I never would have considered it. And yeah, and six was brand new to you. Yeah. So you, that, I mean. <laughs> with the greatest of respect uh, at your stage of life <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by that's that with is the greatest do of respect <laughs> I was just like in my head I was like can I quickly come up with a phrasing that's nicer than that I'm like, no I can't okay I'm just going to have to roll with it and preface it <laughs> No, because you're an avid film goer and you 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 much more than me keep up with with new movies, try and re- see old movies you've not seen, yeah. watch movies you haven't seen in a while. But this I, I series I always felt was like one that passed me by. I hadn't oh, seen most of these movies until later in life except for 4. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh well said then i originally was gonna say late stage of life so <laughs> count yourself late. no i, I... <laughs> i'm on my deathbed now <coughs> which, which one of us sounds like which one of us sounds like we're on our deathbed it ain't you my friend <laughs> no i i just mean because you know, it's so rare to, and I've been, you know, I've been watching in aid of Halloween. I've been watching a lot of horror films I had never seen before, and it's it's such a pleasure to see something that is completely new to you. Yeah, that that speaks to you and was there all the time, but you didn't know it, which somehow makes it better. It's really fun. Yeah. To discover. Yeah. And and man, watching six was a real. I mean, it just felt like a gold mine <laughs> while I yeah. was watching it that first time. I did. I sure. really did feel quite, quite lucky that we were doing this podcast. Absolutely. And the funny part is, I don't think I said this at the time, but I had never watched five until last Halloween when maybe they were on the then HBO Max. <laughs> and it's possible I never... <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, and I think maybe I just didn't get to six in time before they left or something like that. So you you basically did what the original audience did. And yeah, yeah. Just back, backed out after five. Maybe. <laughs> so that just shows you how pervasive that was. Yeah. 
I, I'm the living example. You are, absolutely. All right. Pitch. The undead example. Yes, let's pitch. Uh, so, Was that well, difficult? Um, I focused in on something that we talked about in relation to each movie. Mm. And that's why I say I think there's only really one way to go, because there's the only gap I could find in the series was to do with timeline. We talked about it in relation to every movie, but but, but there's... You mean the sense of, like, we're we're way off the timeline, and then we catch up, and then we fuck it up again? You're trying to fix all of that? There's lots of gaps, you know? Yeah. And that's the only avenue I saw to inject a sequel into, given that, you know, the series kind of continues on Mm. and goes into space eventually, so... You know, I can't do that. Um... <laughs> no, I just thought, you know, that that uh, that that jumped out at me as as a, a place to do more storytelling. Sure. More more so than just carrying on from the end of six. I was going for a because you, uh, you they they all because and they didn't talk about this, but they literally almost reset in the sense of. Mm-hmm. They put him back under that lake, which is where we first find him in some versions of the story. <laughs> and then you can literally go anywhere with that. Hence, you know, crossover with Carrie. I mean, it's not what I would have done, but yeah, right. that's what they did. Like, why not um, at that point? And so, I don't know, for some reason, that, <laughs> some reason that complete freedom to do whatever you want with didn't appeal to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to give myself some, some restrictions, some scaffolding. I get it. By inserting myself into a, um, a timeline, which is far from complete. I feel like I did something that you might have done early on, <laughs> but it, but it also, it also keeps alive the McLaughlin kind of it's already go- blueprint. It's already got numbers in the title. <laughs> the title's already a number. There's not much you can. You're going to turn it into a letter? No. What? No, I don't mean in terms of title. I mean in terms I of know, story. I know. But I'm kidding. Fri- Friday, I, I.e. I do feel like I got stuck with title because of what I'm doing with story. Yeah, title's hard. And mm. so. There's that. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You set the bar pretty low anyway, so... How dare you? <laughs> Would you want, do you want to go first? No, I want you to go first. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, I'm pretty happy with my title. Okay, of course. Yes, always. So, no, no, so no, happy no. with your title. <laughs> so happy with your clearly superior title. It's I, I'm not saying it's clearly superior, um, but I, you know, I'm quite happy to lead with Fry it. Fry three. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Can I have that? <laughs> but I was saying you could do the reverse, and because it's got a number in it, turn the numbers into letters, so it could be Friday, i.e. <laughs> Yeah, that's not what I've done. (laughs) Uh, The name of my sequel is Friday the 13th, 
colon. Bat. <laughs> don't, don't laugh at that. I'm That's sorry. not a laugh. <laughs> Behind the mask. Is it a, a, like, Camp Crystal Lake memories situation? Like a found footage like a, documentary? Yeah, well, like... Cause it, a VH1 special? Yeah, on, it makes uh, it sound like it's a behind a look a look behind the scenes. Yeah, I I I, I can I considered that problem and and sort of dismissed it because it it it, it spoke to so much of what <laughs> I wanted to say. Anyway, so Friday the Thirteenth behind the mask. We pick up at the moment that Friday the Thirteenth: A New Beginning ends. With mm. Tommy Jarvis in the hospital room with, is it Ginny? Megan. Megan. Wait. Megan, really? Jason lives? No, uh, no, New Beginning. Oh, New Beginning. This is pre-Jason lives. Okay. Um, I'd have to look that up. I have it here. Yeah, I know. Hold. It's not really your job to look up. Um. <laughs> You're right. Should make you suffer. I, I, Pam! <laughs> Pam, that's it. I knew it was it was wrong, but not Megan. Tommy Jarvis wearing the mask of Jason Voorhees, knife raised in the air, behind. That's where you're starting. Pam, yeah, nice. that's where my movie starts. Yeah. Um. At that very moment, knife raised in the air. Reggie comes in the room, wants a soda or something. Something, <laughs> you know. So I nice. can't even Did begin it. to tell you how quickly it sounds like you're going to murder the African-American boy. Like how shunted aside he was right there. <laughs> <laughs> how unimportant. He comes in the room. He comes in the room saying, hey, what are you two nuts doing? <laughs> he wants a soda or something. He's bored. You know, whatever a badly written. Perhaps he's perhaps he's eating some enchilada. That's right, yeah. You know, like his people do. Um, and, uh, no, he, he, he knocks, you know, he uh, knocks the knife out of um, Tommy's hand and thwarts Pam's murder. Mm. Um, and Pam, just as the knife is knocked out and of, of uh, Tommy's hand and she realizes what's kind of going on, she sees a glimpse in the reflection of the window in front of her of Jason Voorhees. Mm -hmm. The mask slips from his face, but it's not Tommy underneath that she sees in the, in the uh, reflection in the window. It's, it's actually Jason Voorhees. Um, immediately, you know, Tommy runs hospital guards, take him away back to his, uh, you know, Whatever his original asylum was before they went to that halfway house. The loony loony bin. The loony loony bin, yeah. Uh, so they take him away. <laughs> six months, cut to six months later. Pam is, uh, she is attending a hearing on the funding future of the halfway house. Uh, she's prepared for bad news. <laughs> they will continue to support this. Clearly failed experiment <laughs> in mental health care. But she has a counter-proposal to continue funding, but but this time focused on 
parapsychology. She wants to switch things up. She believes that what has come out of this experiment is is the the existence of uh, the souls of dead people mm. inhabiting the bodies of the living. And she wants to put together a project. Obviously, she's pretty much she's left out of the room by right. the, by the board the board directors of whatever hospital uh, gave them the money to do this, except for one board member, a Doctor Lazar, who uh, you know is is kind of known for his left field uh, kind of kooky take on shenanigans. Psychiatry. Yeah, and Doctor Lazar um, agrees to comes from a rich family and he agrees to privately support her research and of course her research is going to be focused on Tommy Jarvis and so she's she you know Hannibal Lecter style she has to kind of return to um, the secure facility mental health facility in which Tommy Jarvis is in and she goes and finds him and you know he's literally a new man and this is the point at which he becomes Tom Matthews so the next time we see him, he's he's Tom Matthews, and everyone keeps saying, "Yeah, he's like a he's like a new man," because he is. And you know, he's that's your he's idea the, of the... pitching comedy, perfectly. He's he's a. <laughs> I'm no, uh, I'm called Tom, but I'm no McLaughlin. <laughs> and you know, he's he's complete off his own back. He's reformed. He's a model patient, and you know. He the first thing he does is apologize and say, you know, that wasn't me. And she says, I know, you know, I saw, I saw that image of Jason. I know you were possessed. And Tommy, in in all the time he's been in seclusion, uh, because of his good behavior, he's been uh, he's allowed as many books as he wants. So he started reading about the the occult and how wow. that might be part of what's going on. Read the whole book instead of page three. Instead of, yeah, well, that's how he knew to skip to page three because he'd read the whole thing prior. I like it. So, that's it, way first so got, when we get to six, idea. it was just like, what was that part yeah, again? It was just, yeah, that's right. It's like, <laughs> oh, my bookmark's still there. I think I folded down the page. You know, I, I, I unfolded it, but you can always tell where it was folded. It just opens there. And so, anyway, um, they they start to work on this on this occult slash psychology project together and they and they try and they try and tease out the history of Jason Voorhees like who was he when he was uh, you know when he was alive separating the legend from the man um, and this is you know where the the hitherto cut scene with uh, Jason's father at the end of Jason six. Jason six, Friday six. Jason lives comes into play mm -hmm. because they know that you know that the, the identity of Jason's father is not known. Obviously, his mother was known. She's part of folklore. You know, we've got birth certificates, but nothing for the father. There's no, there's no known father. Um. Anyway, cut a long story short. Um. Lazar, who is supporting the venture. Um, is in fact himself a, a survivor of death. He's come back from the grave. Mm. Lazar, Lazarus, obviously. <laughs> or obvious when that comes out. And he's just using Pam and Tommy as a puppet to see uh, if he can um, if, the, if he can um, bring the soul of Jason Voorhees back to life and um and you know, prove that it's possible and understand who he is. 
or why this has happened to him. Um, but he has, as it turns out, he has ulterior motives because Dr. Lazar is, in fact, the father of Jason Voorhees. Look at you. So there we go. Um, so the movie, the movie will conclude with them, you know, trying to um, prevent Jason from from being resurrected, and this is what gets, <laughs> this is what gets into Tommy's <laughs> mind. Having been successful in prove in approving this, he goes back to his occult book and he he realizes it's it's like well, if Jason's body is still out there. This is still possible if these occult books get into the wrong hands. And the end of the movie is is him going back through Jason's records that that that, that Pam had pulled, and then his death certificate, and clearing and then realizing that there was a clerical error in which his body was not cremated as it was supposed to be. Oh, nice. And then. He goes to Horshack's room. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing we see is the two of them breaking out. And the sound of a of an engine starting up. Look at you. There we go. You're going that with is my Friday. You're going Friday with my Grimbage is... idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know really where to start with that. I would I will <laughs> continue to point out that all the characters I'm talking about are in the movie for more than 20 seconds. <laughs> You're just leading right up though. Leading right yeah. right, right into the next movie. So that Friday, Friday the 13th Behind the Mask. I'm glad you said it again. Well, you've forgotten it already? Yeah. <laughs> Behind the Mask. Let's see if I can remember it by the end. Yeah, I'll mystery box that for you. I was gonna call it the man behind the mask, but uh, that's too much of a giveaway. Not five point five. Five point five. You know, in between five and six. <laughs> I thought that would have been plainly evident. I, bri- I briefly considered that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just surprised hearing you bringing it up, <laughs> as if it was a possibility. <laughs> You have, has a movie ever? Has a movie like ever done numbers? that? Uh, I mean, not that Lion, I can think of. Lion King, one and a half. That's true. But no one's ever done like uh, Rocky one point five or. No, the closest we got was Die Hard four point right? Right, but that was just an internet joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't even the title. Wasn't the real it. title, but was discussed <laughs> as the real title. Well, that's because it was real to me. I get it. Because of something called cultural relativity. <laughs> anyway, I'm dying to hear your your counter pitch. Good. Because you're going to probably hate it. <laughs> That's why I'm so excited to hear it. <laughs> okay. Now, because... I'm. I, don't, I hate it when it begins with a warning. That's never a good sign. <laughs> it's just about my title. Actually, it's a warning <laughs> for the whole thing. I'm lying. <laughs> so, I'm going for a McLaughlin thing. Gonna <laughs> probably not gonna be, be pitched quite as well as he does it. <laughs> but you're not even called Tom. I'm going for referential, and I'm going for. 
you know, not spoof, but we're we're playing with another genre and another series. Got it. Because of that, the monsters. I felt as though I had to create a new seven. Okay. So my Is this title. An al- alternative seven. Yeah. Or displaced seven just an alternative seven okay and the title of my movie is jason friday the 13th part seven which is not unlike rambo first oh, blood part two <laughs> you undersold that that's great yes jason colon yeah friday the 13th part seven part seven I I can only applaud <laughs> you taking that title on the chin the way you did. <laughs> because I know how unhappy it makes you to have so much grammar and so many numbers. <laughs> Agreed. You've really grown in my eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm sure it is now. But like when you saw the title... Rambo First Blood Part 2. There was no colon after Rambo. Is that how it... I'd have to look it back up. But how would you know... How would you know what the the title meant if you didn't have grammar? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. We'll look back in our archives. Now, I'm going to go way out on a limb here, Tom. Okay. At, I can't remember. Why, why stop now? I cannot remember what the hell we were talking about, but it was in this series early on, either two or three. And you don't you bring me into this. You, you said, you said, have you ever been watching a movie and like thought you walked into the wrong theater or something like that? Yeah, no, I can tell you exactly what that was. That was uh, uh, Batman Begins. Okay, Batman Begins. You, you said you. <laughs> I thought it was this series because listening back to the episode, I realized I completely misunderstood the question. But you, you asked me. Yeah, <laughs> you were asking me for overall impressions of, and I was talking about you know how Batman Begins begins, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't necessarily know you were in a Batman movie, right? Had you just wandered in into the theater in a ways that don't really happen anymore, but yeah. And and nice to think about. All right. Well, I'm combining that idea Mm. with uh, this. (laughs) Well, follow follow along with me, if you will, please. (laughs) Uh, Do my best. Somewhere in uh, there's a great podcast, Malcolm Gladwell's podcast called Revisionist History. Yeah. And one of my favorite episodes was, I forget the name of the episode, but it was all about this man. His name's Leonard Chapman, uh-huh. who was a general, I think, uh, in the United States Marine Corps. And he was in Vietnam. And what he wanted to do more than anything was to build a wall huh. between North and South Vietnam. Mm. He could never get that done. The terrain was such that this was never going to happen. And he always felt like it was the one thing that we should have done and didn't. And it would have helped us win the war. And, you know, it like stuck in his craw. When he comes home, he ends up being in charge of the immigration and naturalization 
service. So what does he do? He builds the wall between Mexico and the United States. Until that time, immigrants would cross the border, they'd work, and then they go home. And it was very porous, and they would just kind of go back and forth as they needed money. And I don't, you know, in some people's opinion, that's a problem. In other people's opinion, that was that's something that worked well. But what happens when you close the border off? Once they get to this side, they're just going to stay here forever. And that's that. Sure. So I found that episode very interesting and sort of the, the failure that this man had is what gave us this policy and the, we're feeling the effects of that to this day. I thought that was interesting. I agree. So I'm dying to I'm dying to know though. So we open up <laughs> in Vietnam. Oh my god. <laughs> and so you're going to think, am I in the right fucking movie theater? Because I'm starting to wonder whether I'm in the right podcast, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Well, I am going uh Oh shit! Uh, is what's Tommy's last name? Jarvis. Jarvis, right? Thank you. Yeah. So we're gonna open up homage. I'm gonna call him Leonard. Leonard Jarvis is in Vietnam. Oh. And Tommy's dad. Tommy's dad, and he is wow. being physically restrained from crossing enemy lines, and getting the one guy who's a sniper who's been after their team, and has been killing people. And he's going to be going berserk and mad and angry. And he is the Leonard Chapman of this story. Audience is thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Is this the right movie? And we come back to the United States. Great thing to put in a pitch, by the way. We come back to the United States. And he is in charge at a local base, New Jersey, watching the reports that apparently Jason is dead. But because his son is involved, he's like, I can risk. I can take no risks. The army's going in and we are going to take Jason out. If we have to go under the lake to do it, we'll do that. And he leaves. Probably that's the cold open. (laughs) So no Jason, no Tommy yet. Credits. We, we we then pick back up with Tommy kind of at the edge of the lake, just staring at the water. And in comes Dad. Which Tommy, which Tommy is this? Tommy from Six. No, no, I mean, I mean, which, are we, what age is Tommy? Uh, it's like a year later, well, not a year later, but shortly after the events of Six. Okay, okay. He's sitting there looking at the water, in rolls the army. Dad, it's like, son, I'm here. I'm taking care of all of this. Dad, you can't do that. Everything's fine. It's exactly as it should be. They get into the water. They're going to undo the chain. They're literally going to snap it free. Jason wakes up, kills a bunch of guys underwater, walks up. Wait, why do, why did they set Jason free? Uh, it, well, it was to uh, drag his ass out. Right. Like, they think he's dead already. They think they're just going to bring him up and, like, literally shred the corpse and, like, kind of a... So, Tommy's the boy who cried wolf again. He's going, no, leave him down there. Exactly. 
But anyway, all I want to do is get Jason up into the forest, forest sure. and yeah. the cops are going to give chase. He's going to be killing That'd people be off one by one. I like the idea of uh, Tommy's dad, kind of, kind of like Rambo with the knife against yeah. against the sheriff's throat. Like I could have killed all of them. I could have killed you, except Jason's not saying anything. Just got yeah. the knife, the exact same moment, knife against his neck, and then he leaves and he goes away. I, I've got an idea. I've got a mini pitch for you. Yeah, go. You, Jason speaks, but you, he's muffled by the mask, so he's saying all the lines. <laughs> That is a high comedy moment, I must say. There you go. <laughs> but I just like the idea of comedically kind of matching beat for beat what's happening in First Blood, have a mine scene, have people going after him, have him with the M60 coming into town at the end, and it's Tommy having to convince his dad that what you're doing is wrong. We got to get him back under the water. That's where everything was fine and dandy. And then, you know, by the time we're done, if they can get that done, the current real seven can become eight and telekinesis can run wild. Wow. There you have it. Jason, Friday the 13th, part seven. Now, you do not need to worry about whatever that other pitch was. <laughs> that sounds like the best Friday the 13th movie I've ever seen. Isn't it fun? I can't believe that you connected those dots. It's fun. Good times. I thought you would hate this. Because why did you think I would hate this? I don't know. You hate everything I do and say. That's not true. <laughs> I I mean I'm 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 dumbstruck. Yeah. For sure. But as you as you continue to speak, it started to make total sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know, I was literally converted mid pitch. I love it. I because I was like, there's no way any of this Malcolm Gladwell shit's gonna play in. <laughs> and not only did it play in, but it got you to a, a Rambo crossover that makes total sense given the terrain. Yeah, and the small town milieu. Exactly, which we haven't explored. That's through, the other you know, part. Like I knew that diner, I could get him into the town. Yeah, a diner, a roadhouse. Totally. Wow. That's, I mean, <laughs> I don't even think I should put a poll up. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> All you put up is the titles. Nobody's going to like it by the title alone. That's true. I'm probably safe. <laughs> I don't know how I'd come up with a synopsis of that exactly, but <sighs> Wow. That is that's something else. Good times. And that's a uh, that's a uh... yeah. I mean, when when you were like halfway through your preamble, <laughs> I thought that I was in the middle of a fever dream. And... <laughs> I thought I was a dead man walking. 
Uh, and in the back of my mind, I was going, oh, no, I'm going to have to record those episodes again because it was just, I was asleep <laughs> and dreaming it. <laughs> but, gee, wow. Well, you know, we we started off this episode talking about how how pleasantly surprising it is to see a movie that's been around <laughs> for years that you've never seen. Well, like... I've been listening to you pitch sequels for several years now, and I've never heard anything like this from you before. That's true. Wow. In a good way. And that's all positive. <laughs> all positive feedback, sir. Right. After years of negative feedback. No. no I, I... You, Statistically, you could not, not be more surprised right now. Well, yeah, but no, it's not that it, it's not the quality of it that surprised me because your pitches are often high quality. But <laughs> this is just a, another level. Another level? Nice. Another conceptual level. And I love that you've taken, basically, you've been inspired by Tom McLaughlin to uh, basically intellectually up the ante of the series. And I, and I respect that. Excellent. I, however, have gone the Danny Steinman route. <laughs> Making everything a little cheaper, a little seedier, and a little sleazier. It has its place. It certainly does, right between the end of the fifth film and the beginning <laughs> of the sixth film. <laughs> has a very specific place in time. All right. I still... I, I have just one follow-up question. Yeah. And don't feel like you have to answer this because, um, you know, we've got another year. Uh, but are you planning on starting eight? Is, 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 basically what I'm asking is, is at the end of your... Does your film end with Jason on the way to Manhattan? Or will he go through what happened in... Well, that's what I was saying seven. earlier. I was saying that the old seven could be the new eight. It, everything just pushes down one. Okay, 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 I get it now. Yeah. Because if you yeah. get him to the bottom of the lake... I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. If he's at the bottom of the lake, no. he could still I... get onto that boat at the beginning of eight you know, in some way, and... shape, or form. So, And as a, you know, as a prelude to next year... There's a lot to be said at leaving him at the bottom of the lake at the end of every movie. Yeah, right. I would have been perfectly happy for that to become a narrative convention as well. Into it. I don't. Also, and again, I mean no disrespect. <laughs> in your, in your. I'm alarmed by how life. many times you have to feel like you have to say that. <laughs> well, because you're not gonna like the comparison I'm about to make. Okay. But when you mentioned the army and the police, right? I thought about the beginning of Final Friday. Jason goes to hell. Goes to hell? Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just something to be wary of. Should yes, you know, should you ever put this, uh, should you ever get funding for this? Just, just be wary. Just be wary of that. Involve less worms. Uh, well, this is pre. This is the pre-worm part, where, uh, well, we'll get there. But <laughs> there's an elaborate sting operation. Yeah, Jason. Right. And it was starting to get into that territory. <laughs> so, 
So I just want to, just a warning show. I really, the, the, uh, otherwise no notes. Okay, good. The one thing I really wanted was from that, that kind of cold open in, uh, in Vietnam, I really wanted to hard cut to the explosions of gravel and rock somehow. But, uh, what do you mean somehow you just stop the film and resume it when on another shot? That's <laughs> yeah. But I mean, narratively, I suppose, I suppose oh, it's, they, it's worth, the army it's, could yeah. be blowing shit up. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever was in between those two shots is not worth keeping. <laughs> fine. Got to think, got to think like Kubrick, you know? Dawn of Man to to fucking outer space. space stations. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you get to vote. Which pitch? I ask you. Ooh. What's yours called again? It's a an... <laughs> final nail in the coffin <laughs> um, of mine. Uh, Friday the third. Friday, no. the... Friday the thirteenth yes, behind the, the mask. There you go. Got it. And yours is called Jason Friday the 13th. Part 7. Part 7. I had to have a part in there, so. Yeah, you, 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 that's the other part of it that I'd already forgotten was that you, you basically came up with a title that is against everything you believe in. (laughs) (laughs) And like you said, you did it because the story was so good. Yeah, I had to. Mm. And you were right. Ooh, what was that? Huh? <laughs> you've got you've got enough loops of that to use even whenever you want. I'm not giving you any more. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to find out what we're talking about. Please. I mean, we're making okay money, but let's make more. Well, yeah, and it, it's not even about the money. We just want people to hear what we're putting out because I don't know. Oh, that's right. Know, Sorry. But... <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, but literally, in in all honesty, with the greatest of respect, um, <laughs> with no disrespect intended, I, you know, Should I start I just every episode up. with that that phrase. Yeah, that's what changed the name of the podcast. And no disrespect, no disrespect intended. <laughs> it's just you, me, and Bill Maher, <laughs> like saying the N word for ninety minutes and and coming up with reasons why it's okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, in all in all seriousness, I just want a wider listenership for episodes uh, that I'm really proud of. And yeah, it's, yeah, uh, we have some really you know, good shit on the Patreon. And if you're not, yeah, and if you're not over there, if you're not subscribed, you and you can sign up for a free trial. Mm. Um, and as far as I know, you could download all the episodes and pay us nothing. Um, True. I'm plant that seed in your head, but that's what I do. <laughs> When yes. I do my free trial, so so why shouldn't you? Um, uh, but you know, it could inspire to... you to decide to pay to get right. more. That's the idea behind it, and at the very least, you know, you you be able because we're doing two full length, sometimes more than full length episodes a month mm-hmm. on originals and reboots. That's a lot of content. It is. And some great movies, some terrible movies, you know, everything you want from a podcast. Uh, But you can't get it unless you, you know, find a way around that paywall. So put the effort in 
to steal our content. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't actually know. I don't know anything about the free trials. I don't know if you can download them. Um, the disadvantage is, is we're going to keep producing new episode, like right. two new episodes every month. So you won't get those if you uh, just steal our content and then leave after seven days. And you can't have repeat trials. So suck on that. Yeah, but otherwise. <laughs> I think it's a, you know, I think it's a great deal. And I, I don't mind you stealing from us. You've been, yeah, you've all been, you've been enduring us for this. a while. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you, I was going to say anyone listening to this has already been stealing our intellectual property for like the last three years. So <laughs> have at it. All right. On that happy note. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. And, uh, well, we'll be back. We should, we'll, we'll keep it a surprise what we're closing out the year with. Right. Well, I don't even know if we're going to get there right away. We might have to st st put something in between. Uh, come on. I believe. N no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I can't say what I'm not going to do, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> You're, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. No. But <laughs> you don't think you it's going to happen before? You... It's not looking good. We could, is we, not, could, this we could. Is the, this is the most frustrating conversation that's ever been on a podcast. I think. I bet. You're back with no context. I with, bet we could rank without it. Yeah, we could. We could totally do that. Yeah, we could totally do that. And hope. We've done it before with. Uh, oh, yeah, several times. Trolls 2. Trolls 2 and Halloween. Don't upset me. I finally learned how to say it right. Now you're saying it wrong all the time. We did it. We did it with. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it wrong all the time. Um, now that your pitches are so good, what else have I got? Um, <laughs> Troll two and Halloween. We did it with. So yeah, we yeah. could. We could. Uh, That's not a bad idea, actually. All right. And I've and we've already. And we've seen, we've both seen it. Yeah. There's so many, this is so uh, many clues. Look forward, <laughs> look forward to the no context <laughs> portion of this conversation. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Thank you as always for listening. Oh my gosh. So his name is Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. I'm Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Say goodbye to everybody, Tom. He's the man behind the mask. <laughs> and he's waiting mm. for you. So good. Uh, I think I want to buy that song. <laughs> Given what we've been saying, you could just steal it. That's true. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. I like to think I know something about beer. But nowadays, even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. 
Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guy. The beer of choice should be a perfect blend And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. White. They'll try new beers, they'll tell you about it. Think of them as your beer shirts guiding you on your home And you were right. Ooh, what was that? <laughs>